Welcome to the Dungeon House, where a bunch of regular people with regular jobs gather to play Dungeons and Dragons. We aren't professionals, so if you hear food ASMR or a baby in the back, just understand it's normal. This show is recommended for those 13 and up. The music you'll hear is brought to you by William Heaton and various other artists. We're glad that you're here to share in the fun and laughter, as well as the challenges along the way. So come on into our home, take a seat on the couch, and enjoy the Dungeon House. Read and or write when this like when this happened, right? And he's like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Yeah." You know, fourteen. Yeah, like okay, but wasn't fourteen at the time when the no, yeah, a bit older. But so we started going into this huge thing, and it was like it was. So we got to the point where I was like, "So what happens to all the people who don't get to know Jesus Christ?" Mm-hmm. Right, because there are billions upon billions upon billions of people before Christ was born, and even after Christ was born, who never received or had the opportunity to get to know Jesus Christ, and he was like. They don't exist. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Just so you know, we are live now, so just that's fine. We can talk religion. Nobody cares. Right. right. I'm just talking about. Just be careful if, if you're naming anyone. Oh no, Wait, I'm what not. Happened to people? Like, what did did he think? Does he think that everyone had that opportunity? No. What he said and what he told me is he was like, when. If they don't receive the opportunity, they return to dust. Oh, because that's scripture. Uh, yeah. I've heard that before. And so I was like, dude, okay. Is that what he's saying? No, not that, that they had a soul, but he, he said that Jesus, like, he, he said in the beginning, like, basically, he was like, God created man from dust, right? God created, God created man with a thought. And so he was like, can God not uncreate? his things and i was like that's besides the point i was like you told me that you think god is just and fair right and he was like yeah and i was like okay so if god is just and fair shouldn't everybody have the opportunity to actually get to know him well and choose to follow christ yeah, yeah, and so we got into this huge thing, and he was just like, "No, they just returned to like they just they just don't exist. They just stop existing." Interesting. What the heck? That's so, completely wrong. So, that's ridiculous. So, is there was a belief in the Christian story? Oh, sorry, sorry. Where, um, before you know, we were created, God selected, um, who and who yeah. And I think that is kind of a sad belief, because if God is just and fair, then why would he put people on the earth to suffer? Because that's, we have happy times in this life, but mostly we're just, it's hard, you know? And yeah. that would not be a very kind God. Well, yeah, and that's, you know, that's that was my whole thing with him, where I was like, so 
I was like, you're, I told him, I was like, you, you sound like you're contradicting yourself because you're saying God is, or I guess Jesus is somebody who loves all. Jesus is somebody who cares. Jesus came and, you know, taught the Jews and then had his disciples go out and preach to the Gentiles and convert the Gentiles. I was like, so does that just mean that, you know, it ends there? And then we got into the topic of the, if there was a true church, if there's a true church, it's only one of like two or three. I can't remember. Um, either it is either um, it's the Catholic Church because they are the longest standing um, Christian religion, the original Christian religion or multiple decades there requires a restoration there requires a bringing back of Christ Church. Anyway, so we got into all that kind of stuff, and it was interesting. Yeah, interesting. that reminds me of um, I was listening to Follow Him, and they were talking about the current sections we are for Follow, Come Follow Me. And it was explaining how it's, uh, where is it? John, the book of John. We're in the book of John. And it's explaining how the Greeks started to believe that the body was insufficient and just gross and shouldn't it's just terrible get rid of the body mm -hmm. part and so they started to believe that oh since the body is so earthly and just not good christ must not have have had a body mm -hmm. he must not have had that he's mm -hmm. like um wait what and john comes in he's like i was there <laughs> hold on no you can't erase what the savior did and how he did it no so it's just really interesting how even in ancient times, even when the apostles were still there, they were still like, mm, no, I think this. It's like, no, that's not yeah. true. That's not, no. that's not how it is. That's just not how it is. It was just interesting to me. The Anyway, so. Yeah. Hold on. Chase, did you just well, it sounds like you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you. No, girl, you. No, no, you. No, no, <laughs> Those who are listening, I bear witness that Christ lives, and we invite you to learn for yourselves that that is the point that we are on this earth. You do whatever you want, but I encourage you to learn. Don't just take my word for it, because I'm just one voice, but go and learn for yourselves, and even reach out to missionaries, as they are servants of the Lord, as the Lord has called his apostles to serve. So... Go and learn for yourselves and learn of who Christ is and do it. Name Jesus Christ, amen. Amen, bro. Anyways, thank you for uh, the discussion, everybody. And that was very fun. Um, but we do have to play D&D at some point, too, if, if we want to. We don't have to, but if we want to. Okay. What was that? Say that again, Joy. You're... I think your audio is connected to your headphone mic. Oh. It's funny how we just we just know already. Mike, uh, Kyle, you're not Mike. 
You're not muted, I mean. Actually, can you unmute yourself? That's really what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, um, guys, it's another week. We're here again. It's been a while because we had Thanksgiving last week on Thursday. And now we're back on another one. Uh, it's getting close to the end of the semester for us that's still in college. It means that, you know, it's getting busy. Kind of those holiday times. So hopefully we can have a little bit of fun playing some D&D. Just wanted to let um, everyone here know um, I'm planning on not preparing a session for next week and the following Thursday because that Saturday should be our big in-person uh, Christmas party. Oh, are we not playing next week then? So we're not playing next week and we're not playing the week after that. Next week, our McKay and I have a prior engagement that we, we need to fulfill. Right. Yeah, and I will be on a plane going to my sister's wedding so I cannot yeah. attend. That means I can go to the witch's Christmas party. Yeah. The what? The, the witch's witch's I Did I tell you guys? Um, so since I thought Everwar was closer, um, I, my sisters introduced me to Witches Night Out at Gardner Village. Ooh. Anyways, where they have paid actresses as witches in the park interacting with people. And I was like, that's the next best thing. And so I auditioned and I got a part. And so yes, so <laughs> for next year. Nice. But they give us a whole year because we have to make our own costumes and they have to be way over the top. So. That's super fun. We'll get to That's go to their dope. Christmas party. That's super awesome. That was so sick. Dude, you're like so cool. Thanks. I, I think, think I might already knew that you were cool, but it's like. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like an exceedingly amount of cool. You're like dripping all these cool experiences. And <laughs> you're dripping. You're dripping cool. You're dripping. I don't know what this is, Sam. Like cool kids these days. Is that cool? They say it in trolls, so it's gotta be cool. Yeah. yeah. You got the Riz. I don't know, my littlest brother thought that. He keeps saying Riz. But we should shut up. Riz means charisma. It's short. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the Riz. Yeah, it's. I actually never knew that. I've heard Riz before. You can see that, but it's kind of. It's interesting once you get to the point where you're like not in high school and so you don't hear those things. And so it's just, you don't know the jargon anymore. It just started to hit you, especially when you were on your mission, because then new missionaries would come and they're like, yeah, I'm like, when they start doing the lip or the like the whoa and stuff like that. We're dating. Lunch, we should talk about our plans for or break. At break, we should talk about our plans for this Saturday. Not this Saturday. Next Saturday. No. Two weeks Saturday. Two weeks Saturday. Yeah. So not this Saturday, not the next Saturday, but the Saturday after that. Because I got if we're well, I mean, depends on. We'll talk. We'll chat. We'll talk about. Let's play D and D. Okay. Last time on the Dungeon okay. House. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I put a recap here. I didn't read it. I read it. Please members, where did it start again? Started as you guys were going down into the into the underground. I just wasn't there for most of it, so. Oh, you're right. So I, I can't blame so you. So then we went up and started fighting, right? No, we already did that. So I have to go to that location. You said you knew what was like going on. If you want me to, I can do the recap. No, no, no. It's my turn, but I kind of remember. I remember the ending, but I'm trying to remember the beginning. 
Yeah, you guys went down into the basement. Investigated. Investigating, and then, like, right as soon as you got down there, you yes, 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 found yes, yes. Vance. Um, yeah. So, last time on the dungeon house, we went down the spooky stairs after um, a lie had been resurrected, and she got cool drip upgrade. She yeah. had the riz. She yeah. had the riz. <laughs> yes. And then... I'm only going to say that because it bothers me, Kay, now. Okay, wait, yeah. wait, 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 so charisma is an actual, like, thing in D&D. Yes. And we should she's a sorcerer, so she, so she has the riz. riz. <laughs> she got the riz. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Please let no Gen 3 listen to us. <laughs> okay, continuing. Uh, we found Vance, and we're like, hmm, sus. Um, because he hadn't dropped the axe yet. Because I, Opal, um, sus them. I'm like, you are sus. And I went to chop off his hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, no, psych. And. Um, yeah. And then he was a jerk. I'm trying to remember the order of things. But I remember events where Opal was hallucinating because of freaking man Vance. As, um, ah, the roof, the roof is falling. Ah, it's burning. Oh, okay. Opal being Opal goes to save my friends. And yet my friends are standing right there being like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, get me. No. So that was terrible. Um, what else? Yeah, big fight. Boom, crash. Ah. Um, Why did you light him on fire? Oh, yes. Alaya got intense um first pinky got intense and brought out the knife yes. and put it right to his throat and was like Tough boy and then Elia was like i'm done with your crap here's some oil and a lighter <laughs> <laughs> and we're like i was like mm, that's a little intense but then he made his smirk which chase is good at and i don't like it <clears throat> so then he you know caught on fire but he's terrible and got away. Whatever. And then we found a chestnut, which is a wood thing. Oh, nerd, what's the. Um... <laughs> she's a nerd! <laughs> what's the. Oh, name? She's a dryad. A dryad. <laughs> Interchangeable, of course. Yeah. You know, if you live in the woods, you're just a tree. Man. All a hippie is is someone that's just into trees really too much. Just not the dryad. We found her and she, uh, uh, we were able to communicate with her and understand, connect the dots as, oh, this makes sense why the other dryads are, you know, being terrible and had us do a whole little side gig. So we helped her. Opal was being so valiant and stripping in front of everyone to take off her armor so she could carry the dryad chestnut. And then freaking Red came and took my thunder and carried her up. And then I was the one who got possessed again, charmed, whatever, rizzed up. And <laughs> <laughs> You're not using the wrist in the correct terminology whatsoever. And then, <laughs> and then Opal saves the day by saying, No, we aren't the bad guys. He's your child. 
and then <laughs> then we figured out Mr. Vince sucked even more because he's like, oh haha, you catch me, I'm gonna set everything on fire now. So we did, and then <laughs> he was run, 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 getting away, and all of us are like kicking the dirt. Shoo! What do we do now? But Opal had the clever idea to have root people, <laughs> the dryads, track the tunnel that we know that is there. But they're like, no, we too weak. We need a stronger dryad. And so we're going to go find a stronger dryad and then track Mr. Vance and other terrible people. Till next time. Dungeon house. <laughs> <laughs> Not till next time. Right now. <laughs> Just end sentence right there. All right, guys. <laughs> no, awesome. stuff, but those All right, the rest of the time talking about how big of nerds dryads are. <laughs> All right. With that in play. Does anyone remember what Chestnut's mom's name was? Nope. Oh, no. 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 Uh, uh, it was something to do. Is it was another tree. Was it walnut? I think it was acorn. Acorn. It was acorn, acorn. wasn't it? I think it was acorn. I'm pretty we're, acorn. We're just, we're just all we're, I couldn't remember when I was doing the, uh, the recap. I was like, what is her Peanut. name? No, it's no, acorn. I was, I I'm pretty sure it's acorn. Yeah. Anyways, we're... Uh, redacting anything that we said prior episode. I'm not good enough to actually listen to what's going on. We're going to change it to Acorn. So that way you guys know. Is officially Acorn. Acorn. For this session. Who knows? This session. Topic. Next session, it might change. You know, they're fake creatures. It's a little fluid with names. Nerds. <laughs> fake creatures are now nerds. Yeah. Wouldn't that make Pinky, Pinky a nerd? nerd. Ah! <laughs> uh, well, this got off. It's a hip way of saying you're very intelligent. Yeah. Sounds like I need to turn you off, Kyle. You're a little quiet for me. I didn't quite hear your. Oh, sorry. He's away from the mic and just watching the chaos. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Wait, actually, can I point out real quick how funny it is that we're talking about guys being nerds as we're, like, sitting around a table podcasting ourselves playing D&D? <laughs> That's a good point. I would like to retract everything <laughs> I said about nerds. Nerds I, are awesome. I was going to say it was funny that we were talking about religion and D&D used to be being identified as... Satanic? Satanic, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. Not anymore. I think. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Chase. I oh, you guys are good. It's been a while. It's been, it's been a while. Yeah. Enough. Literally, I don't have anything prepared, so we'll see how this goes. With my brain. Uh, anyways. Okay. Um, You'll hear him in probably about another. With that, um, just to kind of set the scene as we're starting up, you are all making your way away from that um, manor. It's pretty It's pretty on fire. It's pretty big. If you've ever seen a burning house, that's what it looks like. Okay. Ah, so, like, you know how, like, in a building, since it's very aerated on the inside, you actually can see, like, the fire swirling inside, kind of almost vortex. You can see the timbers groaning, and 
starting to collapse down from being weakened. Um, and they weren't in, you know, the best of shape already. Um, the, um, trees and everything around you are kind of like sprayed in a cacophony of shadows and light. And it's kind of in somewhat disorienting picture as you're starting to be led out of, uh, the general vicinity. Um, other than the fire roaring um, behind you, you see around you, it's quite a peaceful night. There's not really much else to note besides maybe the slight chill in the breeze. Um, the first, um, the condensation and the air is kind of starting to get palpable and you can feel that humidity mixed with that little bit colder air kind of bite a little bit on your skin. Um, the smell of charred smoke mixed with uh, fresh leaves and um, almost kind of like the, the pine needle smell. You're not sure if that's actually from the forest or if it's from the dryads. They wear perfume, okay? Um, they just smell nice. You know, they smell like the woods, but not like stinky woods, like good woods. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now. What would everyone like to do as you're being led uh, through the woods? Nothing. Yeah, I guess. I'm not gonna sit down and do nothing. Well, I think we may have a conversation with the dragons. Anybody else want to do something? Uh, I'm able to listen in on your conversation with the dragons. Do you know your language? Mots will oh, no. no, uh, she will not listen in. Adelaide doesn't know what's going on, so I, I guess she'll just. She's like, oh, I we'll guess we're in the conversation. Wait, can can anyone listen in except for Opal? Well, he, he can speak the language. You speak Sylvan. Yeah, do you speak Sylvan? No. Then, no. no. Moss will stare intently at the conversation like he knows what's going on, but doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And being a druid, you can catch hints and pieces of it from your druidic... Um, Though, you know, Druidic's more, I don't know. I, I always imagine Druidic as a language to be more feral than, um, like, Sylvan. Even though it's still very much connected to that kind of primordial, old magic cast style that I feel like Sylvan and Elven kind of have ties to. I think mm -hmm. it's like... Um, the mix of it's similar to like you know like gnomish and goblinish like they're fairly similar but one's like kind of harder harsher tones that's how i think of like druid yeah. if you're to speak it okay so you just compare yeah. like this big language and this pretend fantasy language is kind of like this other fantasy language <laughs> and this other fantasy language but you know what i'm talking about I think I do, and that's what's so awesome about the power of the imagination. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. 
It's like Goblin versus Gnomish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I imagine you get bits and pieces of it, but it's like it's it's a little difficult to, uh, to understand. Um, as you approach, which uh, drive would you like to go to? That, that you have a cacophony of about eight, nine, or ten that you can see around you. Um. I think I would, I kind of, my thought process is like, I want to talk to Acorn, but she's also gone through a lot of trauma and just got reunited with her daughter, so maybe not. So you see right now as you're walking, um, um, Acorn has actually kind of grown, uh, like, as like, it's kind of interesting. Imagine two trees, and if you look at them, you're like, I can see how that looks like a mother holding a child. Um, as you're walking, it kind of has almost that look uh, as the branches wrapping around them and stuff like that has that similar look. And then as you focus in, you can actually see their uh, distinct dry uh, bodies. Like you can see them, but as you kind of, it's almost like an after image of two trees, yeah. uh, like a tree bound together, something like that. It's mm. awesome. Okay. Well, I'll just talk to her then. But be, you know, it's not cautious, but a type of word where you're like, I understand you've been just gonna tread lightly, but not in a I'm in trouble way, but in a respectful way. That way. What yeah. is that word? But, um, so, Acorn, how long has this friend? Did you mention his name? I did not. Or their name? Sorry. Uh, what's their name? Their name? Uh, and she says it, and it it sounds prettier than this, but it translates to, uh, basically the word of it is Shrikala, um, which means, uh, basically snow blanket. Mm. So, snow blanket? Yes. Can I say that or do you want me to say it in the... No, you can say snow blanket. That's what that's what sounds like, like, in Sylvan, but it's snow blanket in Sylvan. That's what it translates to. Okay. I just wanted to ask, because what translation or the way that we said? Anthropology. Well, I mean, we are, we're talking right now in Sylvan. That's also the magic of D&D. Okay. Imagination. <laughs> All right. Snow blanket. How long has Snow blanket um, been in these parts? That's a good question. Um, Roll a D one hundred. No. no. Um, he was. One of the first of his kind uh, in this area. Not too many of them are left. So he's lived many more moons than any of us here. She gestures to the other dragons. 
How long has these Ansari been in the lab? Do you continue? Oh. He's a distant cousin of ours, but not truly family. I won't dig into family ties. Uh, how long have y'all been here? Um, we originated from the Robine Forest, but due to... As the woods themselves spread, uh, so do we. Our family found our way to this area. Pingy's oh. going to butt in at this point, and she's going to say, I'm from the Rovine! Oh. Are you originally from this area? I've seen your kind before, close by. Uh, uh, you'll have to remind me where we are. We're, like, on the other side of the Rovine. It's, like, okay. probably a thousand miles just, away from where you're from. I didn't, I didn't think we were close. I just had to double-check. Uh, no, not from this part. I'm from the other side. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, then you must be quite a distance away. That's... I am. Every once in a while, we receive winds from that area, but not too often. It takes a strong gust to blow winds that far. Mm-hmm. Piggy doesn't really know what that means, so she's just agreeing. Sure, whatever that means. <laughs> Sounds about right, I guess. Uh, I must warn you all. Um, quick question for the group: Does anyone have a torch? And they're using it. Not being used right now. I have my magic. Your magical form. Unless that was taken. I have a little glowy stone. If it's very dark, I probably would have used my white cantrip, but I Not haven't a... already said that I've done that, so. She'll just turn towards you. I ask that you not use any torches nor any fire of any kind when we are in the presence of snow blanket. Um, half of you don't understand this, but half of you do, and I'm assuming that you're going to yeah. translate for the others. Yeah, Pinky's gonna, like, turn to the rest of the like, hey, yo, guys, we don't want to use any fire around this old guy. Oh, that's <laughs> what she meant. I thought it was like, just don't fire at him, but okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't like him on fire. Oh. Like, I was ready to, like, throw that fire in his face. That's what I thought she said. Ugh. <laughs> Burn him alive. <laughs> you know, it's a slight translation error. It changes everything. Yeah. Instead of a W, it's a V. It's really confusing. Exactly. exactly. Um, she, she just warns you. Um, he will not take kindly if you, you do. Um, with that, she'll kind of nod to you. And... Kind of look, almost go back to walking like she's a little bit done with the conversation. Okay, if she's done, I'm done. <laughs> Anything else that you guys want to do uh, during this um, little? I am certain that Pinky will comment on the most pretty-looking dryad. 
I, I, do oh. any of them like have pink flowers or any of them blooming? It's like, like a cherry tree. Uh, yeah. That's what I, I'd imagine that like it's like a younger dryad, um, not okay. old. And so going through the bloom, I guess, whatever that means. Anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah. She'll, she'll just let her know how pretty it is because Pinky loves, well, she loves nature. She grew up around it. She'll say, I'm sure oh, she's met you. several dryads herself, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the dryads, they weren't uncommon from where you were originally from. Um, fairies and dryads don't have any, like, beef. Right. Because, you know, all good woodland creatures. Um, you know that, uh, for, actually, make a history check for me, Pinky, and I'll give you some information. Okay. Oh. oh. Okay. That's an eight. <laughs> you remember they're like tree people. <laughs> She's seen them before. They're really nice, yeah, pretty they people. Usually, they're not nice, but they're pretty. Yeah, they keep to themselves. They're they're known for their beauty, but they they don't necessarily love interacting with other races. Not necessarily because, like, they hate other races, but... Sorry, I'm chewing. It's all good? It's like, they're very wary of other races. Yeah, they're just solitary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'd say you also know them to not necessarily be good. They're more neutral. Right. Yeah. But Which is not uncommon too, for fays. Um, cool. Now, as you guys are walking, you find yourselves heading kind of parallel to the forest for a while. Um, I would like somebody to do a, if anyone is paying attention to kind of tracking where you're going, um, I'd like you to do a survival check if you want to. If you guys don't want to, you don't have to. Um, I have rolled a. Oh my god! Um, what? Where did all my? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um. Eleven. An eleven. Um, kind of hard to tell, but from what you can tell, you've been following a little bit of the, kind of the tree line. Um, it doesn't seem like they're trying to really confuse you with where they're, like, you're going. Though, as you kind of think about it, it does seem like they, you're kind of heading generally in the same direction as the, where you originally came from. The other dukes, like, where, um, um. Manor. Yeah, not the manor itself, like the the one that you were exploring. Um, uh, when you met um, Sir Fireborn, I'm blanking on the town's name right now. Sorry okay how prepared I am. Um, heading more in that direction, back kind of towards 
where you originally came from. So... But almost like you're kind of... Seemingly they're just staying away from what looks to be other people. Like, instead of going out into the fields where, like, houses would be, they're not following the... Which is good sense, as we have quite trees. This is just a question. Does it seem like they're kind of like guarding us in a sense, like as if we're captives in any means, or no? Like, or is it pretty just make an insight check? It's gonna be a natural twenty. A natural twenty. Um. From what you can tell, you are surrounded by them. Like, there's about ten of them walking with you, and every once in a while you catch a glimpse of one maybe walking, like, in the tree a little bit farther away and stuff like that. Most of the ones that are right next to you are more surrounding acorn and chestnut. Um, seemingly, though, from what you can tell within that unnatural 20... They don't trust you guys, and they are trying to kind of protect their own, and also keep an eye on you. It's not like they're trying to detain you. Um, they just don't want you to... They're keeping a very close eye on you. Eventually you get to a point... Um, where the woods kind of turn out, um, like, think of like a peninsula, but of forests as it meets the sea of grain, uh, that are the fields. At this point, it's fairly dark outside and you look around and you can see beautiful stars up above. Um, the moon itself at this time is... In that waxing gibbous, it's almost getting to its fullest brightness um, that it will for the year. Uh, you know that's a big celebration. It's the Arun festival uh, when the moon and the sun um, are rejoined together, and it's for you, uh, Adelaide. It's um, quite a large deal, uh, especially for your to your belief system as it's the time of year when Yalfav returns to the home of the gods for one day of rest and then he heads back out on his ever vigilant watch of the night time at this point where you get to this peninsula uh, of the trees um Acorn will say, we must venture forth into the land inhabited by your kind. Humans and elves and what have you. It shouldn't take too long. As you start walking out, you... Go for about 30, 20 more minutes, just over rolling hills. Eventually, you make it to 
a location that's quite similar to where you've been prior. Um, as you kind of press up and around uh, a hill, you see in the distance what looks to be a giant cottonwood tree, cottonwood tree one that I described previously on your venture towards the, uh, the men. Um, as you get to um, the top of this hill, looking out and seeing this tree kind of sitting in a little bit of a valley, you see what looks to be a stream running fairly close. Um, the tree looks massive. Um, it is the largest tree of anything in this area, and it's looks like it's been left there, um, but farmland has been grown and planted all around it. Um, as Acorn stops you, all those who can understand, she'll point out to the, the tree and says, uh, towards that area and says, that is where he lives. Sad to see it changed so much from what it once was. I'd be cautious. You may not take too kind to humanoid visitors. Understood. Thank you for the warning. But if anyone knows this area, as much, if anyone knows this area as deeply, he will be the one. Uh, he, he uses a word that could either be used for roots or cast. Um, they're kind of interchangeably used in Sylvan. As his roots, cast, is deeper than anyone else's. Just relay that information. Tell everybody what uh, Acorn said. With that, I think he's I... going to. Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Acorn will turn to you all and say, "It's not our joy to be out here among the fields." of your kind. We prefer to be underneath the uh, canopy of the trees. But tonight I'm willing to make an exception. But you have to promise me one thing. And we will We will travel with you to Snow Blanket. Maybe we can help persuade him for your cause. But you have to promise us that when you find these people, you kill every last one of them. Oh. Pinky translating this to everyone else. <laughs> what did Pinky say? A Pinky is just translating for everybody else. Oh, okay. Uh, we will bring them to justice. Does that mean killing them? 
If it be the justice that they deserve, and if it so be their death, then it shall be. Well, I understand where you're coming from. I... Oh, this is what she would say. She says, I, I do not see what the problem is. Don't you believe in if something is causing you harm, you would kill it, get rid of it, so that may cause no more? They, um, we, they kind of have information on other cats that were stolen for, uh, from us, and we kind of have to keep them alive so we can figure out where the other people are that we need to save. You know magic. Magic allows you to communicate with it. I've heard of these spells. Why not just gain the information once they're dead? I, I have that I'm... kind of magic. <laughs> Can that be done? <laughs> I don't know if Vicky's ever heard of that. I think we're all on the same page that the people who've done this, who had the people who have greatly done wrong to both of us need to be punished. And we need to adequately ensure that their punishment is administered in a way that is evaluated. So, kind of like a judgment. Based on our interactions with them that you didn't see in their home, I'm pretty frustrated with them as well. And I agree that they need to have a severe punishment. If However, we're in association with a greater operational function with our guild, and they need to be part of that judgment process of what's going to take place. So, if that makes sense, it's like how we're going to go see Winter Blanket. Snow Blanket. Snow Blanket. It's like how we're going to go see Snow Blanket to receive further information before we proceed in order to do so effectively and say, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm confused though. You're not going to Snow Blanket to get more information. You're going to Snow Blanket to receive his help. And judgment's already been passed. The judgment is they should die for their crimes. But you made that judgment, right? Or did everybody make that judgment? I just, I didn't, I don't know. Did y'all already make that judgment? She's like, we're all in agreement. Oh, she's she, she like, <laughs> all, all the drives are like, yeah, yeah, we, they're supposed to die. Okay, now I understand. Got it. Um, yeah. I, 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 I do not understand your ways of why you would want to protect someone who's harmed you so. I wouldn't say it's not necessarily protecting. It's I still want them to be punished because what they did was wrong, completely and entirely, for both of us. So hmm. we need to proceed with caution, as if we were to lose information that could cause a greater impact on both you and I. That would not be good. And I do not mean that you must not receive whatever information we 
being necessary, even that means that they must live for a time. But before you leave those woods, shouldn't they have that judgment put upon them? Wouldn't it be, you say, uh, unjust if you were to extend that punishment just as much as they extended the, and lengthened the punishment of my daughter? I thought it was being merciful to just kill them. But this offer still stands. If you would like our assistance, we may help. But we have our terms. And once we've set down our route, we're not liable to meet. That makes sense. So it's obvious that you have convened with um, everyone. I have not. So let us convene separately. And then reconvene. As you wish. Okay. Guys, we have a situation. Relay information. That's what's up. Say what's up. You can roll play it out. Nah. Okay. So, we are good to proceed to Snow Blanket, the Dryad, who would help us find more of where these people went, Vance and others. Um, however, they have placed a condition as when we find them, they have asked us to kill them. Oh! Alright. Well, I don't know if I can agree to that. Yeah. I explained it very poorly with trying to explain like a court system, a judgment system, and Pinky helped with explaining another valid point that we need more information on what's going on in missing children, what she's looking for. So, but they said, no, it'd be merciful to kill them. Well, so. Well, I'm not an assassin. I do not believe that that is something that I will take part in. Natalie's gonna kind of look at like Moss, Baron, Raya, like, what do you got? I say kill him. What? Like this is this advance we're talking about, right? Yeah. You kidnapped the dry, the dryad. You pretty much put us in an awkward situation. Like, I have no problems getting rid of him. I guess my question information that we need. After we get the information that we need. My my question is this: Would we have hesitated to kill him in the manner? If you? there was no information to be gained. You did light him on fire. <laughs> I attempted to light him on fire, yes. He did get out of my reach before my hand. Um, but that, I guess that's my point is if there was no information to be gained would we kill him? Would we hesitate? Yes, I would. But I, I suppose that 
going after a group with the intention to end lives does not reflect my personal beliefs. I mean, we do the same things with monsters. The, the way that I guess the way that I look at this is we may find them and we may get the information we want what's to stop them from hurting somebody else again and we've yeah. been told this made clear <laughs> um do the vigils take prisoners? Yes. <laughs> well, we've taken a prisoner before, right? Have you? Didn't we send someone back with the dudes when we were in the tunnels? No? No. Uh, we've never... We've never taken prisoner. <laughs> Make a history but... check, Aliyah. You'd be the only one that would know of and prisoners being taken. That's actually sort of funny. We're all sitting there. Do we take prisoners? <laughs> is this something that happens? 23. 23. That's a high roll. I got a 19. Ooh, I almost kind of want to do this in the other video, but I don't want to make everyone have to move, so it's fine. We won't do that. I'd be willing to move. No, what? How about uh, maybe David and I jump into away from the table? And I'll talk to him. Sorry, everyone that's in person. You're going to have to move out for a second. Okay. That's all right. What if yeah. we aren't listening? Yeah, what if we just... <laughs> it doesn't work. I, I could move, but it just means I'm not to unplug everything. Yeah, you're not going to unplug everything. All right. You can, you can call me, Chase. Sure. I'll just step out. That works. That works. That's then the, wait, but then the yeah. Then the no, I don't want the audience to like. It doesn't matter if the audience doesn't know because mm. oh. it's just like if I were to go up to him in the table and whisper in his ear or stuff. Okay. So, okay. Hi, Brandon. Can we'll you just update Brandon. Yeah. What's the skinny? Uh, basically, we're debating about if we're gonna go kill some people or not. Cool. I'm all for it. The dryad. To Negras, to the dude who's gonna give us more information, uh, who's gonna help us find where the bad guys went. Um, but to have the dryads further help, they have a condition in which we have to kill everybody when we find them. So we're debating right now. <laughs> and the question was raised by Pinky Does the vigil take prisoners? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, do the vigils have like a like the vigil we, oath, where it's like we have taken one no prisoner, Donnie. <laughs> yeah, we. Oh my gosh, I forgot we have taken a prisoner. We have well, yeah. Or a pet, we've taken a pet. Mm, a friend. Donnie's a pet is kind of a prisoner. You Who feed him, but you don't let him out. Wait, Kyle, you don't know who Donnie is? Yeah, remind me who Everyone Donnie is. Everyone but Baron knows who Donnie is. You should know. Donnie is our, our our black slime. Oh, that's okay. Yes, we know Donnie, but Donnie's not a prisoner. Donnie's a pet. 
Remember, we keep him in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that goldfish in a jar. He's a prisoner by choice. Is it though? I don't, I don't, okay, prisoner by choice is a stretch. He's a pet. Maybe. But he has higher sentience than what most people would classify as a pet having. Does he though? Because yeah, I don't, don't know. Donnie compared to a dolphin, like. Well, yeah, but we don't cage dolphins. Well, I guess. But yeah, have you heard us of a zoo? Well, we don't. Yeah. We don't keep dolphins as pets. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Does Donnie have more intellect than like a dog? A smart, like he's Mr. Lab I mean, he found the gold coin. I think that's an instinct. He eats that. A dog well, is he like a dog. raccoon then? We don't really. Most More people like don't. A raccoon than a... Well, what about a monkey? Like people have monkeys as pets. They're pretty smart. There you go. They're rarely though, monkey is not a common pet. Well, neither I, is a, a high-end pet, and so is Donnie. The fact that I have met someone that has a monkey as a pet means they're common enough for me. Ooh, it's there we go. Here we are debating the. Oh, okay. Oh, how's Brandon doing? I'm great. Good. I like your jacket. Oh no, it's a blanket. My it's head. a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like no, I was like, dang, that's sick. I need a blanket now. I'm cold. It's cold outside. All right. Ah, so we asked if vigils take prisoners, right? Yeah. And I just gave Elias an information. Um, and I guess in what kind of manner do you say take prisoners? Like, if we find these guys and we bring them back, well, do they have a place to put them? Do they hold them for a long time? Or do they all eventually get executed? Do they um, carry out jail sentences? Normally, the vigils, with exception of, like, I guess, maybe... Rare because so in, in in all reality, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you for sure if something like that exists in Oshto. Um, I've personally never seen a vigil bring somebody evil or um something like somebody like these guys to the lighthouse normally they get turned over to the authorities of those they've wronged so i mean maybe in this aspect we get the information we need and we can bring them back to the dryads and let the dryads perform their justice and judgment, but the final part, that's just basically doing the same thing with extra steps, just with extra yeah. But it does and fall closer in line with what I'm comfortable doing as <laughs> To be honest, it'll probably be a lot worse of a death if we bring them back here. 
Honestly, why are we even going after these people in the first place? Aaron, pay attention. Children! Anna, it's the job of... This vigil job was that. No, the vigil job was to clear out the house, which... There's no more house. Okay. This is the next... The next piece of the puzzle. But what, what do we know about them? It, I'm gonna be honest, the last... I... I haven't really been here the last little bit. If that makes sense. I don't know how to explain it. But I'm here now, we, after this long walk. Yeah, you've been. Not like Pinky's question. Where you been? <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. I, I didn't mention it. I do know that they are part of an organization or organization that does bad stuff. And I am here to stop bad stuff. Especially when it comes to kids. Got somebody I gotta see. And they're taking kids? We know that for a fact? Yeah. Tim, they... I didn't expect him to actually answer me, but he said that yes, he was taking kids. And that's why they had the little dryad girl. They're bad people. Good enough for me, let's kill them. Uh, um, so this might be a little awkward for, um, you guys, um, when we do that killing, um, I'm probably going to step away for personal reasons. I'm going to step away for religious reasons. Dance on fire! So I I can't. Um, it's hard to explain, but um, I don't want their souls. So what? Let's 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 just let's let's go, and I I'll explain things later on um but yeah let's go yeah i'm also opposed i would withdraw for ethical reasons it's fine i can get my hands dirty i've done it before oh i know well uh so this has not resulted in uh, any conclusion. So, I'll just say we're on halfsies, a third of a decision. Why don't we just maybe send Baron to go and make the agreement? Oh, yes. And I will... And then we have three no's. Yes. Hi, fine. I mean, I'm down to kill him. Oh. Oh, yes, you can. You eavesdrop. Are you going to go talk to him? Hey, oh, tree people. Piggy will translate. We'll kill him. Okay. 
That's all we needed. Shall we go to Snow Blanket then? Sure. <laughs> we didn't tell him how we do it. <laughs> With Phineas laughter. Oh, you're killing me! Ah, you're killing me! <laughs> hey, you're killing me, small. <laughs> I'm literally dead. Cast <laughs> anime dead. I'm still literally dead. Yeah, we killed those guys. <laughs> you just played basketball and just trashed him. You're slaughtered. You can have it. Um... As you guys continue forward, you head towards the tree, uh, towards the home of um, Snow Blanket. Um, at this time, you can see, uh, it's kind of, you didn't notice it too much before, but it's a cottonwood tree. And so you can see, as you get closer and closer to the, the tree, a lot of the area around the tree itself has kind of that um, cottony um, fluffs as it's still kind of like that late springtime. Think of it in our world, it's like May time. So, as soon as you get up to that tree, uh, there's a, a good amount of almost kind of like you would say snow uh, around the, uh, the tree. As you all approach, the uh, dryads will say, All right. Here, the tree again. I it's massive, it's almost once you're actually up to it, the the trunk probably would take about three of you, four of you to actually like reach around and touch on the other sides. It's a big tree, acorn turns to you all and says, All right, we're here. It's like to introduce yourselves. Vicky is going to like act like she's gonna stick out her hand out of reflex and then she's gonna put it down because <laughs> trees don't shake hands, I guess. <clears throat> my name is Pinky and these are my companions. And she's gonna, this is Baron and Opal and Adelaide and Alaya and Moss and Red. And we have, we were hoping we could get your help. For about five seconds, you sit there kind of waiting. It's gonna happen. Um, nothing happens. We'll ask Acorn and like, is there a special introduction that we need to do? Uh, are we yeah. supposed to bring gifts? Say, I don't know, but I don't think you offended him. It seems like a viable introduction. It's still middle of the night, right? Yes. As you kind of sit there. You hear the wind kind of shuffle through the branches. Um, someone with maybe a high nature or, yeah, high nature. I would like you to roll. 
Maybe probably either Ren or Moss. I'll roll. Unless roll. Moss will roll. I mean, yeah. Ren, you can roll. You both uh, can roll, actually. Right now. Anyone okay. can roll. So Except Moss, those I didn't name. You can Moss rolled a critical one. <laughs> it's kind of getting awkward. I hear you like. Ren's roll. And now's my time to shine. What is, what is seven? Seven. Sounds just like we just wasted a uh, few hours. Well, can um, Pinky roll? She's got a little bit of experience with dryads. Sure. Maybe you step in the bathroom. That is a twelve. Twelve. So yes. as you listen to the wind that's blowing through the trees. Uh, branches, you realize that there's kind of a pattern to it. It's like a and you realize it's snoring. She's going to turn to the other dryads and she's going to say she's going to kind of whisper this um, he's asleep. Should we? Is it rude to wake him up? Oh. I mean, is it rude to wake the people in your culture? Sounds it's dangerous. No. Maybe. <laughs> um. I don't know. Maybe try knocking. With that, Pinky's gonna <laughs> go right up to him and knock lightly on his trunk. Um, um, hello, Mr. Oak Tree. Uh, for a second there, it's hard to tell whether it's like the wind moving the tree, but as it kind of twists and stuff, you see <clears throat> the lines in the tree itself contort into what looks more to be a face right there in the middle of the the um, trunk of the tree as it kind of one eye cracks open and then the large mouth opens up almost as if going straight to the heartwood of this tree looking in big yawn Oh. oh, oh, what the, oh, it's not, and he kind of like, like looks at you like, like he's really got bad eyesight, like an old man would look at like somebody like, oh, you, what, oh, who dare wake me from my slum? No, but who is there? Pinky's going to enthusiastically wave and say, Hi, I'm Pinky, and these are my friends. And she's going to name all the friends again. Um, And we were hoping, we were told by these other wonderful dryads, that you might be able to help us. As he kind of gets a little bit of a better look at you as his eyes focus in, he's, I imagine like you're like right here close to his nose. 
And yep. he's like cross-eyed looking down at you. He's like, <laughs> oh, little fairy. I'm no dryad. I'm a treat. <laughs> as he stands up, kind of stretches. You can see the two large main branches coming out and kind of bend down as you can see what look to be almost shoulders as he kind of puts an arm, one of the branches touching the ground and like leans down onto it like this. I will have to say, I thought you said treat and I thought you were describing him flexing. I'm a, I'm a snack. <laughs> as he like, as he reaches down one of the branches and he's fun to kind of pull on it. Ooh. <laughs> Well, forgive me for... He's a little flirtatious. <laughs> well, forgive me for miss... I don't want to say miss racing. <laughs> like misgendering, but... <clears throat> Sorry for my mistake. Um, Can you still help us anyway? And she's going to like make a cute little face and like bat her eyelashes. I imagine like the way this tree looks like I mean, his name is Snow Blanket. I can't imagine looking kind of like Santa Claus. Maybe it's just yeah. the time of year. But, like, think of Santa Claus, but in tree form. I'm down with that. Um, no. Uh, no. Like, think about, like, you can only see him, like, from here out. Of the, like, torso out. You can't really see what's going on down below. Um, but, like, you can see that he's got kind of control of limbs. For, for hands, I guess, and arms. Um, he says, Little fairy, I've rested a long time on top of this hill. I don't necessarily plan to move. Well, we were told that your roots go deeper than anyone else's, and we are looking for a particular tunnel and where it might let out because there are some bad guys that we're trying to catch and they escape through a tunnel. If you know where the tunnel is, why not just dig down to it? You may not There's grow roots, but I've seen humans burrow into the ground before. They do it all the time around me as he kind of points out to the fields. They're always digging the place up. Every season, it's crazy how often they do it. Oh, the ears smack her face. Like, why didn't I think of that? I would be big. Well, here's the thing: is the entrance to the tunnel uh, was inside a house, and the house is burning up right now, and it's probably burned to the ground. So, oh, terrible! It wouldn't be thing. safe. Well, wish that fate on my worst enemy. That's awful. Oh. Yeah. Really on rough. fire? Oh. As you can't. Like, think of like an earthquake happening right under your feet, but you can tell it's just the tree shivering. Like he's mm -hmm. uncomfortable with the thought of fire. He's like, uh. Yeah. So you, you understand. We don't want to go near that. So, can you help us? You may help. So, it would be incorrect of me to 
warn you that others have traveled to me asking for assistance and uh, I've turned them back. It really well, does come down to whether or not I deem it a necessity. And he, he'll turn to Acorn and the Dryads. I've seen that you've left the Great Wood to bring these adventurers out to me. You must seem that, think that this is a very noble cause. Uh, Acorn will look up to him and say, I do believe that this is the correct course of action, and I know that your assistance would be very much appreciated. He'll have turn back to the rest of you and say, well, why is this so important? These two guys have taken our living children, the young ones of all races, of all kinds, and we don't know what they're doing with them. And whatever they're doing with them, it's really bad. And I have someone in particular that I need to find who has been taken by these people. Someone in my family. And and it can't go on anymore. And you're positive these are the people that took your family? Yes. We, we, we spoke to the uh to one of the guys he unfortunately escaped but before he did he told us that they were the organization taking children in fact they took um uh was the name walnut chestnut 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 totally wrong in fact they took little chestnut over there and we saved her from these people so that is proof well, that is pleased. I know... I know that... There are many types of fairies, and I've never seen your type from here. You say that they took one of your family members, but... Looking at you, not to be abrasive, but I can tell you're not from this neck of the woods. Yeah. As he says, he's like, ha, woods, as he kind of rubs his giant trunk <laughs> neck. Um, how are you so sure their roots span that far to wherever you're from? Because there are reports from all over of kids getting kidnapped. And this is a big organization, he, the guy made it seem. And and the family member they took isn't, isn't like me. You see, it's from my, uh, I don't want to call it an adopted family because they're more of a family than my family is. But, yeah. 
Fair enough. Little fairy, I understand your plight. And I understand that you desire nothing more than to get your family back. This seems like a cause that will nurture growth inside of you. But how can I be so sure that that's the same story for your compatriots? Is it May I hear from one of them? As he kind of turns to, to, to the rest of you. Uh, Pinky is going to make a snap judgment, and she's going to point to Opal and Adelaide and motion them forward. <laughs> and she will be a translator for Adelaide. If Oh, is Adelaide not currently at the table? Oh, yes, she is. I just couldn't see her. Okay. Because I, um, I feel like those guys are the ones that are going to be the most productive in persuading this, <laughs> this tree. <laughs> Wow. It's wow. kind of making a little bit suspicious <laughs> that you're choosing. You're like, hmm. It's like, he's like from that I want to <laughs> hear from the group. All right, these two, come here. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little biased. <laughs> yeah. I imagine like Baron's kind of like, all right. And then he's <laughs> well, but see, Baron doesn't know what's going on. He's He can't understand any of this. So, like. That's true. We have no idea. Yeah. Baron understands this conversation. That's. Still happening Wait, what? Baron's he secretly Baron. knows. He knows Sylvan. Oh. Not secretly. He like he's seen him speak it. Um, he's the last type Have of we? thing that you didn't ask. <laughs> oh, I, I thought okay. I mean, Wait. if Baron wants Baron to come forward, I can't Baron stop him. Just keep talking. Well, yeah. Who who's going? Well, I mean. I, I can translate. I'll just say, Opal said that. <laughs> yes. Can, does Pinky recognize that he's acting a little bit suspicious? Like he's a little bit suspicious of us now? Does he have kind of like a beard? He, he, he's not like tree beard, because that would be stealing an idea. <laughs> Beardy, like, doesn't have a beard. <laughs> Super funny. <laughs> 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 no, he, I think the scribe is looking kind of like Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. I don't know if I imagine him having, like, a full, like, beard beard, but kind of, like, the way the wood curves. Yeah. Kind of looks like he might have the impression of a beard. It's impressionistic, okay? <laughs> Just... He's, it's coming in still. Don't bother him about it. He's old. Very Look, we're just trying to save some people, all right? We don't smoke. If uh, <laughs> if you're not gonna help us, then we've wasted a few hours coming out here to try and talk to you, and now we have to backtrack and go through the try and go through a different entrance if we can find it again. That's fair. It would be a shame. But at least you had a good walk through the evening. Isn't that correct? Or was it not to your liking? Could have been better. Huh? At least you're honest. I... Good trip. Now, we make any decision. 
could I perhaps place in your mind the tenderness of this situation being as they are children? They're helpless, they're the beginning of life. They don't have the means to protect themselves. They don't have the means to even know how to seek for help. These aren't just people that we're trying to save. This is a terrifyingly the threatening situation is they've taken <laughs> they've taken children from all walks of life, just as Pinky has mentioned, and seems from every social class and from every you know every area and category that you could think of. This isn't just one particular group that we're hoping to rescue here. This is this is this is children in general, and hoping that you know that as you are a part of nature and a part of life and has you know seen far more than i have the fact that these are the beginning of life i hope would tempt you to to add your concern to our venture here did you catch any of that no <laughs> what what language are you speaking in so, okay. <laughs> um, you, you, you go on this beautiful rant, and the beard's just like, the fetch is going on. <laughs> no, there are translators here. <laughs> but, sorry. Opal would add at the end that, um, as my comrade has spoken, um, and from what my previous one, Baron, has said, I would like to add that. Baron also cares for children in a different sense as he cares for um, his sister. As Ooh. no, come on, come on, no. And it's, it just sounded weird. The way you sounded weird. It's the best I do at D and D. All right. Anyway, you get the point as he cares for his own family, and so that passion is still the same as he wants to protect his family and part of that can be protecting his sister who is younger who is a child so his motivations can be along the lines mutual with what has been stated by pinky and Adelaide. i also support that as well by explaining my purpose is to protect this world and children are part of this world so I'm here to do that. That's understandable. And I do see you seem to be coming from a good intentioned place. Though I do have one question for you that has been pressing on my mind ever since I awoke to your presence. It's quite surprising that the smell doesn't bother you, but may I ask, what you have, what do you have business with, with the Death Walker in your presence? And he'll gesture towards Moss. What? 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 Yeah, he freaking reeks. The whole, uh, like, I know, right? Can you talk to me and tell us what the I Death Walker is? What? Yeah, what's a Death Walker? Nice, nice. Got 
Guys, I shower at least once a week. It's a little hard to reach some areas without some assistance, but I shower. Chase. Yes. Would Alaya, with the studies she've done in the vigil library about monsters, would she know what a Death Walker is? Um, because she wouldn't understand. Do you... Well, everybody would have just announced Death Walker? What? What's a Death Walker? We're communicating in, in Sylvan, though. We would yeah. say it in Sylvan. Oh, I thought you guys had, like, it's said it out loud. It's a Sylvan word that means Death Walker. Okay. I thought they were like, wait, what? Like, they would have been like, wait, what? Looked at Moss and been like, Death Walker. All of us just kind of nonchalantly look at Moss, and Moss is just like, what? Moss, though I would give you, as he says that... Um, he would turn to you and speak to you in Druidic, and he'd say, "You're a Deathwalker, aren't you not?" Why, some might say I'm a Deathwalker. I would call myself one who has cheated the Walk of Death. How is he talking? Are you talking English, Mr. Tree? Uh, he, he, we, we're speaking in Druidic. Okay, so witching. Okay, I don't know that. And I, okay. Interesting. There are many who would feel the exact opposite of you uh, if they were put into your position, from my understanding of humanoid kind. It's 100% yeah. fair. I would ask, though, Great Wise Tree, that my condition that I'm in right now is could be upsetting to some, so I'd prefer if we did not upset everyone in this group right now. Understandable. Though, keeping secrets may lead to deeper wounds later on. Just you know, so I... old tree. Fair point. Fair point. I do not disagree. You gonna tell us what Deathwalker is or not? Do you know Druidic? No, I'm, no. Because he, uh, he just switched language and was talking to him, and then now I'm just like... Yeah, like, what's going on? Because he's actually caught. This Moss will respond to Baron. Hey. Uh, well, he was speaking in Sylvan. Oh. Baron's in <laughs> Sylvan. And everybody bosses like to fetch you say. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't think you've ever heard the term Deathwalker before. I think that would be a new term for you. Um but like having you um say that. Um the great tree would say I fear that with you being here would be detrimental to other people. It would be best for you to return uh, to your own kind. You know, before things escalate. But alas, it will not be the mess that I made need to clean up. So who am I to tell you what to do? 
he'll turn back to the the rest of the the party and say he's explained his reasoning enough to me. What? Um, he's asked me to let his story be his own. At this point, Pinky has probably gone up to Moss and she's probably sniffing him because you mentioned, do you not smell? <laughs> I was trying to pick up on what. <laughs> uh, make a perception check. Oh, okay. That's a five. <laughs> Question for you, Moss. You remember what happened to you last time you were at the lighthouse? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Have you been hiding it? Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Um, he doesn't reek, Pinky. He just has like some earthy tones. Maybe a little bit. Maybe like, I mean, he's an old guy. He probably has a little bit of bo. <laughs> Not like anything <laughs> abnormally. He doesn't smell like a dead body. That's for sure. Okay. So. She's she's gonna still like look him in the eye and just I don't know. From from what the tree said, she's gathered that Moss isn't gonna tell her, so she's gonna try and riddle it out herself. She's just gonna stare at him while things continue going on. Yeah. Moss like <laughs> Um the tree would say after saying what he originally said, which, like, is not my thing to tell. But do be warned. Um, maybe be careful with whom you take company in. So you're not going to move for us, but could you at least, like, I don't know, you've been here a long time. Never said I wouldn't move for you. That's the impression that you gave us. I just may not travel with you. Honestly, if you can just point us where the tunnel is, maybe open up a opening in it. I don't know. Well, tell us where it leads to. Luckily for you, I happen to know of the such a tunnel that you were speaking of. Give me a few minutes as he kind of shifts and moves. You see him kind of stand up, pulling out his rooted legs out of the ground. A tree that's already very formidable in height, now actually standing up and moving even more impressive now you see as he kind of starts standing up the like the bird nests and the the different creatures roosting inside him start like shaking and stuff like that the tree the birds fly he's like ah having been groomed in a while and then he he'll stand up uh in the crater left by him you see towards the bottom what looks to be uh hole 
um, at the bottom of the crater that he would have upheaved and made. Underneath this valley runs an underground river. For many years I've been using it as my lifeblood for my drinking water. and It's quite pure and clean. But over the past couple of seasons, I've noticed the taste of human more in it. I think you might find what you're looking for maybe down there. I don't know of any other subterranean caves in this area. And he kind of like gestures, so here you go. Figgy is going to jump right in. Do you, do you jump in the water? Pinky's going. Pinky's moving. Yeah. Go for it, Pinky. Pinky, you fall into the water. Well, this was pretty convenient, and Baron will jump in. <laughs> and, uh, as you fall, it's probably about a 30 foot fall from the ceiling of the cavern right here, down into the bottom, uh, into a slow methodical running river uh, underneath this this area. If you ever get the opportunity, I would ask you maybe to ask the people upstream to stop damming the river and pumping it up into that reservoir of theirs. It's quite annoying. Hasn't been nearly as fresh ever since. She's going to give him a little salute and then Head on down the river. I don't know who's following her, but. Before we just save before. Uh, we will, and thank you for your help and your willingness to listen to us. The acorn to you, Elias. He'll, he'll not, just in case. I didn't want to make you feel like I was like, ignored. Um, yeah, it says, thank you. Um, to you, Elias, Acorn will turn and say, Don't forget your promise. To who? To me. To Acorn. It wasn't Elias that promised, it was Baron. Elias doesn't speak still. Yeah. Baron, before you jump in, she's Baron's already down. Sorry, she missed it. She had to turn to Opal. And anyone still up there and say, don't forget your promise. Opal will also do the salute thing. And, <laughs> and did, did Opal jump in? Yeah, Opal's on her way. Does anybody know why we're jumping in this hole? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I just watched you guys dip, and we're like, I'm. Yeah, is anyone left behind that can speak Sylvan? No. No. The trees are just staring at us, and we're like. Yeah, we're like. 
God. with our thumbs like, uh. Like, Come on, get in the hole. Like, like, it must have been something with the leaves said. <laughs> you know, like when you have like a language barrier and you're like trying to communicate, so you're like gesturing, like, like all, all the dryads are like. <laughs> Even the tree is like. <laughs> but do you probably just like the wind is blowing? Yeah. Yeah, like. <laughs> so funny. So, so, so funny. Oh, that's awesome. Fantasy language. What a great thing. I guess that's one way to split the party. <laughs> you, may, you may be in person together. Even in, in game, you may be together. But when there's a language barrier, you might as well be different parties. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna eat them! <laughs> go into the hole. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. a good laugh. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, does everyone jump in the hole? That's the question. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. Alaya would be so confused. Moth would just look at Alaya and be like, "Let's go." Are we sh like? Are we sure? <laughs> If we die, we die together. Yeah. I mean, are we going to even be able to breathe the down there? Dryads and the tree that you can't communicate to, or do you want to get in the hole? If, if the entire next arc of the it's just it's just trying to find him. Lion Moss, not <laughs> that's wild. Like, yeah. uh, like what's going through Elias brain is she? It's like, all right, we're jumping into this like underground river. Is there air? <laughs> and so that's what like. Does it Alaya need air? Do you need air? I'm not a robot. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you guys don't even know that she's a robot yet, and Alaya doesn't even know if she needs air. Yeah. Kind of this, uh, this is really new for her. Time to find she out. Doesn't know what operating hardware she has. Is jumping in water bad? <laughs> like... <laughs> the gears rushed over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all, uh, all the trees are like, what's wrong with water? It's super good. Does the big tree start to He's like confused. Like he's waiting, but it's getting to that point where he's getting a little impatient. He's like, come on guys. I moved my like perfect sitting spot. I've been perfecting my like butt cushion for the last millennium and you had me move one night during my sleep and you're not getting in the hole. So who uh, who's all jumped in? Everyone. Everyone except you two. It's like the Midwest goodbye. Like, well, guess I'll be seeing you. Are we going, Moss? I, I guess. Look, when a hole open. Like, yes, let's go. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Moss will grab Elias' hand, like reach up, and just jump. Yeah. As you both you take the plunge, we're going to go to break right there. Wait, time. Break time. I'm not beating up my baby. He's, he just needs a little bit of a wrestle because he's, he's got some wiggles. In, 
as each and every one of you takes the dive and jumps in, find the water to be cold, but quite refreshing. It's not like it's frigid. Um, it's an underground river, but, you know, it is what it is. There's probably no lights down here, huh? Nope. Except for these, like, all that just... Yeah. As well as your magic torches, they still work. Other than the torch, the light that you all can provide, you don't see any other light. And as soon as most all of you have been in here, some of you start to kind of drift down. Some are way the, ahead. Uh, the snow blanket will say, well, it's good to meet you. And he'll uh, kind of turn around and sit down on the hole again. And you see, like, one of his legs just sticks into the hole. Um, Sorry. We are not getting paid for that. What? <laughs> Anyways. So, where am I fine before the TV so rudely interrupted me? Um, yeah, he sticks one leg, like you see one leg slip down into the hole, kind of like, like he's sitting kind of like this, <laughs> stuff like that. And like, you see like the foot portion of his like tree trunk touches the water. Um, I assume it's just how he gets his drink through his foot. Uh, but when his feet does hit the water, the night sky above you goes, it's unable to be seen because his rump his butt is in the way. Same with his leg. It's mostly his leg that gets in the hole. Anywho, that, but you see, as you are all kind of floating, you notice that the water in here is completely still, but it does still have a flow. It's not like it's, I guess it's not necessarily completely still, but it's not like you would think, like, a, it's not a raging river, and it's not like, super bumpy but it's not flat as you can feel that there's a flow to it um the cavern walls around you um for the most part like you may think of like a underground river being something kind of like just a tunnel with water in it it's not necessarily like that it's more of a cave with stalactites stalagmites throughout it but it's flooded most of the way up there's some places where the roof, kind of like where Snowflake was, where the roof is higher, up to 30 feet. There's some places where it gets down to 10, maybe 5. There's a couple places where to go from um, cavern to cavern, you may have to um, be really close to the top. From what you tell, most of the way through is um, not a lot of the air. So it's got some Thus far. As a lot of it touches the water, uh, it doesn't seem to be doing anything adversely bad to you right now. But only time will tell. I, you could make an investigation check if you'd like to, or I would make an insight check. Either one would you prefer investigation or insight? 
to you and after it wasn't necessarily like your body beforehand wasn't like this it was just some other systems were online so you'd assume that for the most part you should behave relatively similar um hopefully when exposed to water that's kind of insight that you feel is is kind of like ah if i didn't beforehand i don't know what would cause me right now but maybe one of those systems where, you know, the anti-water prevention thing. So. Are we just floating? Is there any place to get out of the water or is it not yet? We're just at the mercy of the river. You're at the mercy of the river. What are y'all doing to stay afloat? Since most of you are wearing armor and it's quite heavy. For those that are wearing armor, it, it's going to be very difficult to stay Loading. There's some points in the river that is probably low enough that you can touch the bottom, but mind you, every time you have to stop, rest is another moment that the people that are ahead of you gain, and they've already had a good amount of a lead. Who was it? Me and Pinky that jumped way ahead. Yeah. So here's the question: What are you all doing to try to make up for lost time? and try not to drown in the exorbitant amount of items that you have. Pablo's doing fairly all right. I imagine that the backpack itself isn't that heavy because it's just, you don't feel the weight of the stuff inside of it. And he doesn't wear armor anyways. So while he probably can't swim forever, he is pretty strong. He's got broad shoulders, so he probably could go for a little while. Opal's gonna tie the rope around Pablo. Oh, you mean? So. <laughs> you gotta like lasso him? Yes. Okay, make a, make a lasso check. <laughs> lasso is 16 plus whatever you will let me have. I imagine it taking maybe once or twice, but you're able to last so Pablo. Okay. Round two. Oh, fun <laughs> as, as you get He's kinda like almost like a a buoy. I imagine like the backpack, since it's kind of an extra dimensional space, it it, it might flow a little bit better than you know. Isn't he just pure muscle though? He is. Muscle sinks. You sink. <laughs> He's got big lungs. You breathe in air, you lay on your back, you float. He put the backpack on front, it's like a life jacket, and so now it keeps him up. And now he's Yeah, but the problem is you're on the bottom of the, the river and you're pulling him. I think you're just pulling him down. He's like <laughs> So, uh, 
It's like when someone's drowning. Yeah, you don't. And you climb onto someone who's trying to save you, and then you both end up drowning. Could I? So, as of right now, the three people that I'm most concerned with is Opal, Adelaide, and Alaya for how you're going to stay afloat. The rest of you can swim fairly well in your condition, but that also means you're going to have to swim, which is exhausting. Um... I'm assuming Except for that most of the time, Pinky will just be able to fly above the water. Um, the problem is, Pinky, you've jumped into the water. I talked about how some of those spaces get to the point where like, you only have a few inches above the, right. the water. Now, this is a question that we need to have. How easy is it for you to fly once your wings are wet? What? Uh, I have no idea. She's magic. I'm assuming, yeah, because my my weakness are the things that really keep me up, right? Right? Say that. I don't know. And and this isn't Uh, just a question, like, and it's not something that we've confirmed because I don't think anything really like this has ever happened because you always just fly over water. Right. But she went on an adventure with Yeah, she went on an adventure with Moss, but she was also like half dead. That. <laughs> yeah. Really You're just like dead. Yeah. Um, so how I picture fairies, like, like it's not actually the wings that make them fly. Like all renditions of fairies, like they just kind of float and their wings just kind of flap. I don't know if you want that to be how it is, um, or That's if you right. want it to actually be like that, because I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. Because my wigs would have to be fluttering ultra fast at all times for me to fly if they were actually the thing keeping me up. Yeah. Like a little hummingbird. And that's a great point. I guess for me, I always pictured it as like the the wings were less... Like a dragonfly. Yeah, more like... Kind of like that style where like it's your wings that are actually keeping you up. Kind of like... Okay. But I'm fine with the magic (laughs) interpretation. It's just like... Something to keep in mind. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll let you rule it how you rule it. You're the DM, and I am happy to have you, you know. I'm just I'm asking, happy. do you... Yeah. I was just leaving it as a... I'm being... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't want you to not like your character, but I don't want, like, every... Like problem to be solved by the hammer if that makes sense so that's why i'm Um, thinking about making it a little bit more tricky than just i can just always fly no matter what right and and i totally understand and i will not hate pinky either way yeah this is this i'm really just like this is up to you like i will make it work whichever way you choose and i will have fun doing it yeah i'd say that you can flutter but i think the constant sloshing back and forth I think would be hard on your wings. And I imagine that's kind of where the magic of flying for you resides. And so that okay. might be what... And you said that this is a slow river, right? This is a slow river. So... Okay, so... 
in I mean, conclusion, as she is swimming, she may not be quite as exhausted as everyone else, but it's still going to be exhausting for her. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we could, she'll make the same. She'll make the same choices. Okay. And yeah, you can float on your back for those that don't have armor. I have light armor. I mean, like heavy armor. Oh, we go. Yeah. The three that I pointed okay. out. Just gonna float my back and just. Hey, Pinky. Yeah. Did you know if the rest made it down here? I don't see any lights behind us. Uh, and Pinky's gonna hold up her little coin light thing, and she's gonna look behind, and I don't know, can she see anybody? <laughs> How far ahead are me and Pinky? Because we definitely jumped in. Um, I wouldn't say like you're crazy, crazy far ahead. Like it was, like that conversation we had while it took in real world a while. It probably took, I don't know, like a minute. Or two before, like we got Moss and uh, Elias convinced to jump in. So, and the lazy river though is is a ways away. Yeah, but a lazy river doesn't go super fast, so it's not like you had tons of time to get ahead. So, but I I I need to know what Opal, Adelaide, and Elias are doing because if you're doing nothing, we need I need to know that. I'm going to break out my prayer book again and use it as a floaty. Prayer book? Okay. All right. How floaty is your prayer book? Very little. Very little? <laughs> like you're on it. It's kind of like a boogie board or whatever those are. Um, It's working a little bit better than nothing. Uh, But... Oh, I know. I'm gonna break out the bag of commands because it says I still have it unless we did something with it that I don't remember. I'm a command that I'm trying to do something. (laughs) Which command are you using? I don't know. I'm gonna pull one out. (laughs) No, no, no! (laughs) While these scrolls are magical, they're not able to control water. They control skeletons, and so. Raft. Like, you feel like Adelie would have packed a raft, but I know that she wouldn't have packed a raft. What does she pack? What floats? Hat boxes? Hat boxes aren't a bad choice. But they're all with Pablo. Oh, and where is he? Is he close? Uh, Opal has tied him up. Okay, so, so he's if you can get to Opal, um, you can probably deal with that. Alaya, what are you up to? I don't know, dude. I don't have anything. <laughs> These are the problems with playing. I'm, I'm out of spell slots. Um, like, and I don't have anything. Is that gonna? Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. You do have the the fridge, the bag of fridging. Yeah, but what is that's not gonna that's not gonna flow. It's full. Yeah, that's, that's gonna... yeah it, re- it honestly isn't like a bag of holding. It's not extra dimensional space. It literally just keeps its contents cold. I guess ice floats. Maybe frozen meat does too. Probably not. <laughs> okay, hat boxes. I would like to swim and pull out three hat boxes okay. from the bag. All right, I need you to do do some sort of check. Hat box check. 
box check. Pat box check. Thirteen. Thirteen, okay. Uh, you're able to procure three hat boxes. Though you do know if you are going to use these hat boxes as flotation devices. The hats need to be out of the hat boxes. How are you going to get the hats out of the hat boxes in water and not get the hats wet? Because it would ruin. I'll put the hat boxes back in the bag. <laughs> I need Adelaide you three dragons. to make constitution saving throws. I got a 22. Oh. Oh Alright, you're doing pretty good. You're thinking that it might be your your make or your model. Hey, you doesn't need as much air. It's a good thing you can uh, hold your breath for a certain amount of time. Um, oh, I, you two. No, I, I, I'm going to put my cape, like, you know, when your uh, shorts bubble up in water. I'm going to make a floaty device with my cape. Ooh. That's not a bad idea. Make an ingenuity check. Ingenuity check. That just like straight intelligence. It's the Boy Scout check. Seeming to help, but you did have to make the trek beforehand. Um, I would like you both. Um, I want Opal and Adelaide, you two, to roll initiative. Because no, you both are starting to get to the point where you're going to drown. So we're going to go in around the way water combat works is for like holding your breath and stuff like that is you can hold your breath a number of minutes equal to your constitution. constitution Modifier. Uh, modifier. So you have a plus two to constitution. You can hold your breath for two minutes. After that, you start drowning, and you pass out after the same amount of rounds as your constitution modifier. Is that how it works? Yep. Didn't know that part. Very yeah. nice. So, yeah, you don't necessarily straight up die after the two minutes, but I imagine you both I mean, are to the part where I think you both have what. Plus two constitutions? Mm. Yeah. Um, you've been taking up on enough water uh, for the past couple of minutes. I'd say you're to the point that if you don't manage this in the next two rounds, you are going to drown. At least pass out from lack of oxygen. Your lungs are burning. It's getting bad. Can I try to take off my armor? Or is that going to be very difficult? <laughs> so, donning and doffing armor in D&D takes 10 minutes. Just, just so you know. Like, you could do that. It would mean that you could even try to cut it off quicker. Like, if you were cutting straps, that'd mean that you'd probably lose your armor, though. I mean, that's fine by me, but... Daddy's money. Yeah. I don't know about Opal. That might... I mean, if we get in combat, they have nothing over. That is true. I'll have but to... but that you'll be alive. alive. What would you all roll for your your thirteen? Thirteen. Opal, what'd you get? Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. 
Uh, Adelaide, you'll go first. Opal, you'll go right after that. Um, at the end of both of your turns, then your ticker will go up. Just remember, uh, since your constitution modifiers right are both plus two, um, you only have two rounds before you draw. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going through my spells one more time. I just... Gotta see if there's a way that. Okay, so what do I do? Bye. Bye. I don't know what I can do. You have an action, your bonus action. What actions can you do to. You I have an, make... a Pablo right next to you. Okay. Oh man, I can't even. I was thinking I could pray to the what's his name, but I don't even have that yet because I'm not. I'm not to level ten. I mean, you still could. Ray of sickness. We can have our wings and use them as extra power behind us. We can turn you into angels. I'm an angel. Okay. <laughs> Use that. All right. Speed up, my dad, and turn into an angel. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the, the things. We can use the You're like a swan. Magical. <laughs> <laughs> The good thing is the wings are ethereal, I think. Yeah, so they're made out of water-resistant... No, water-resistant. <laughs> Teflon-coated. I don't know what that means. Hyperallergenic. Hyperallergenic. Yeah, these wings, unlike um, Kinky's, like we were talking about, where hers are like actual corporeal wings, these are incorporeal, so they're kind of like ghost wings, but they do give you a flying speed. So can we flying speed us with power? Yeah, like it would get you out of the water. It would get us out of the water. Yeah, it would. All right. Adelaide will like go underneath the water. She's going Four. to hold onto her holy symbol, and her eyes will start glowing like the Avatar style. Dun dun dun. So, and then she'll throw out her wings, and she'll just like look at Opal and be like, and then just like. <laughs> as you both, as you bur burst forth from the water, you're able to get your first real gasp of air as you kind of cough up all the water it should look really cool because you're freaking like angelic right now but it's also kind of like that one vine of like <laughs> <laughs> gasping for gasping for air um uh is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn adelaide try to put the hot boxes back safely right yeah okay so now we're good Good. Also, that, that was in front of everyone. She she took the hat boxes out, saw and realized what she was doing, and put them back in the bag, closed it, and then proceeded to drown. <laughs> <laughs> um, Opal, it is your turn. What are you doing? I'm realizing that my command scrolls are doing nothing. <laughs> stop! Stop! <laughs> um. Scrolls. <laughs> 
No, that's uh, um, pinkies. Yeah. Um, Opal glimpsing like through waves and crashing face and stuff, that burst of light and wings, like, oh yeah. <laughs> Opal will do the same thing. Yeah. Just <laughs> Perfect. As you guys both burst forth from the water. I would collect my prayer book and put it in it. And stick it out. Ah, good enough. Um, as you both burst forth from the water, I, you're able to, we'll take this out of combat, but just as you can, both kind of like go, and you look at each other. Mind you, the wings only last for a minute. Yep. So, you bought yourself some time, but... Honestly, you guys need something else. And you see, like, Alaya, she's doing all right, but she's also not doing all right. Is this just underground river in a cave? Or is there things on the other sides of us, or is this, like, a shoot? Like, it's like a... It's like there's stalactites, stalagmites, like, interspersed. Think about it, it's like a flooded cave with, like, most of the way up water. Did Is everyone, like... Are we keeping yeah. with the group, or have we kind of... Yeah, you're kind of maybe getting a little bit towards more of the back. Let's see. Can I dash and instruct Pablo, because I'm still tied up next to the one yeah. to grab Elias, mm -hmm. and just I'll pull him as far as I can. Then I get another idea. Yeah, you can do that. Um, Aliyah, Pablo's going to try to grapple you. Are you going to resist? Is Aliyah even close to Pablo? I imagine that those who are slower are more towards the back of the group. At this point. So you think, like, me and Moss and I have caught up to everybody else? Yeah, I imagine so. Alright. Yeah, no, I don't think Aliyah would resist. Okay. He swoops you up in his large, muscular arms. Um, he goes... Fun apart, you're having problems. And then, and then Pablo starts to drown. Pablo starts to drown. <laughs> um, and then uh, Opal putting like the rope over her shoulder, like heaves you all out of the water. Make a strength check for me as you try to pull them up to where they're not grounding. I'm not pulling them out of the water. I'm yeah. pulling them. You're just pulling them to where they can get. But yeah, um, it is two people. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, that's easy enough for you. You're able to get them to the point where they're not drowning either. Wait, hold on. There's got to be something. Where are you going? What? She's done. She gave up. Um, while this is going on, um, Moss, Ren, and Pinky, and Darren, I feel like you've all kind of gotten to the point where you're fairly close. Um, if you all have any sort of conversation, you could at this moment, what? but you don't have to feel obligated to. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely yell to Ren. Ren. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like David Hasselhoff, SpongeBob movie, <laughs> like, <laughs> like sailing. He pops up like right Like, like, sorry guys, I need to go back there. <laughs> I'm jumping, jumping like a dolphin. 
like skipping off the top of the water. <laughs> I'm like, do you, I'm like swimming circles around everyone. You're just gonna yell at him like. Um, I'm gonna assume he knows how to swim and help others based on what I, the description of swimming so well. Can I mean, you? he did have SpongeBob and Patrick right on his butt. Back at the yeah, someone is stabbing me in the butt like a big Bowie knife. It's pretty rough. Um, Red, can you hold up a lion? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. I'll swerve back. <laughs> um, as you get there, you realize the predicament that these three have made for themselves as. They've jumped into a hole while wearing heavy armor, while the hole is filled with water. Um, you've never worn heavy armor before, but it looks pretty heavy. Yeah. You I know, agree. you know, like for swimming, it's usually best to not have too much more weight. And it's not really Elias' fault. She's just, you know, surprised she's made out of metal. For those who didn't know. Yeah. What can you do? Um. I would like you to do a strength check because it's still strength to kind of hold her up out of the water, but you can yeah. make it with advantage because of your proficiency in the water arts. Awesome. My strength is not good. I can, can pick it up, Elias. Uh, um, just a straight strength check? Yeah. Uh, that's eight. Eight. You get back there. <laughs> Yeah. What was that? I, you you rolled rolled it with advantage, right? Yeah, I rolled a six on the other one. Were you give saying me, you could like? give me double advantage if you want to? I could. I don't know if I will. Say <laughs> so if if Alia looks like she's gonna be causing like anybody to like really struggle to keep themselves up, she'll just like voluntarily get back in the water. That's so bad. Well, have you tested if you can breathe underwater? It's like the, like, the beam of you know? going under the water. Um, aren't there stalag? I don't know if the mites or the tights are on the ground or on the ceiling. Can't you grab onto them? Well, like, the bottom's too deep for them to stand. But they, you could try climbing onto one of the stalag tights that is not too far away. Like, that's a yeah, possibility. I mean, just... I mean, just like holding on to it until you figure out. Sorry, metagaming. I should not be talking. Yeah. There's more to this environment than just water. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lion, can you breathe underwater? I have no idea. Lion doesn't know. Oh, I make a, either an arcana or a nature check. Uh, a 19. 19? Man, you've been rolling super good. Yeah. Was that an arcana or nature? Arcana. Um, 15 plus 4. So, with an arcana check, you think about it, and you might be able to, like, knowing what's going on inside of you, knowing that things might be able to be controlled, maybe there's a way to turn off 
aerobic oxygen intake. I don't know. As you kind of focus on it, you think of, that you might be able to not necessarily breathe underwater. Um, actually, with a 19, I'd say like you're able to get to the point where you can hold your, like you're able to turn off some of those functions in your, your body to where you can breathe underwater. But on the reverse, since you have to turn off some systems going on internally, um, how would you feel about disadvantage on like any dexterity or strength um, saving throw or ability check? Uh, for how long? While you while you're focused on. Uh, not breathing water, and it maybe it takes like a minute to switch over. Now I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And this is something Elias for sure she can do. Yeah. Now that you're thinking about, you feel like it's not like you have like a voice inside your head or anything like that, but you know that your father is probably aware of your situation. So. You feel like maybe with that awareness, um, you could switch these things. How do how does like Opal and all of the other people? I guess how do how are, how does how do they look like they're faring? Um, right now they're out of the water because they have wings, but. Um, I think it's important to remember an old adage that um, Gurland once said. Um, I can't remember why he was talking about, but basically he was saying it's important to save yourself before you focus on saving others. I guess, yeah, Eliah will try. Okay. Um, after a minute of had to gain that excruciating pain inside your chest. It's like weird. That system turns off, but now like you feel your movements are a lot more sluggish. Like you're almost being using up like conserved energy uh, to be able to do this. You're not able to feel like you're doing as much work, um, though your mind faculties and stuff like that are still there. So I have a quick question for you, Chase. This yeah. is just a, does it feel like she's potentially using more energy now than she originally was? If that makes, like, if you're thinking like yeah. battery life, even though like she's shutting down, I, you know, a couple of systems, does it feel like it's taking more energy to? Yeah. Okay. And okay. I think that's something that might be part of something that Aliyah is exploring is, part of this new getup is she might have the ability to kind of change her characteristics as a person at the cost of maybe some personal you know energy in a sense or 
Like she might, like with this example, she gets good at not drowning in water, but she also doesn't do as well, at, you know, dodging and things like that and okay. strength-based stuff. So it's kind of a give and take with both of it. Okay. Um, anyways, so you're squared away. Um, what's Adelaide and Opal and Ren doing? Um, can I, how much light is there in here? None. Yeah, the, oh, wings glow, the wings glow as well as I think Adelaide said she casts light on herself. Okay. Can I see um, Alaya at all? Yeah, Alaya, you see her on the bottom, and she's kind of like walking on the, the okay, floor. Okay, so she seems there. like she's doing fine. Yeah. Like after I see her sink, I'm like, Ooh, and then I, I'm like, oh, maybe she can breathe? I don't know. But then I see her just... She's just like, walking underneath the water. Yeah, so I think I'll be like, okay. Um, who else needs help? Um, from what you can tell, uh, at this point, their wings are starting to kind of fade. You think that the ability that Opal and Adelaide are using to keep themselves out of water might be getting to the point that it's not going to be working soon. Okay. Um, then I will maybe just get ready to help them out when needed. Um, is there any, like, like, logs? I don't know. If I, I mean, like, maybe some, like, roots from Mr. Yeah, that's not Nobody. a bad idea. Maybe roots that have grown down here. Um, Something, like, long... I want to, like, make, like, a makeshift, like, Flotation device. Uh, make an investigation check. Fourteen. With a fourteen, you don't. It is a fairly deep and fairly rocky cave. You assume that's probably why it stayed here, is, and it's not gone away. Is the rock that it's made out of? Um, you don't see anything as of yet that could be used to make a raft. Though, yeah. it was a fairly hard check as this, this is not usually a place that you'd find normal trees growing into. Right. Okay. Um, then yeah, I guess I'll just stay, stay tuned for one of them to fall or something. Yeah. And kind of just brace myself for that. Can we hear them, like, splashing around behind us? Like, does it... Yeah, you guys can go back there. It's not like this is, like, a monopoly on the time. Right, and they're not super far back, right? No, you guys are getting to the point where you're mostly around the same distance. Hey, Moss. Do you have anything on that cloak of yours that could help out our companions? You know, I really don't actually this time. Yeah, I just remember oh. last time uh, you and Pinky ran into some water. You had something, so I figured I'd ask. Well, I helped get us into the water. 
Ah. <laughs> okay, Chase. Yeah. If I open a window to somewhere, can I drain all the water? <laughs> That's not gonna work, but still. I mean, you could try. A There's... window is another door of some kind. Could it create just like a door and everyone could just float on the door? <laughs> a window is the absence of a wall. Not necessarily okay. a door. Yeah. Now, if you don't have a door, that could maybe be a theoretical flotation device. Hmm. Yeah, Moss is sort of useless on this one. Baron doesn't really have anything either. Turns out the hardest thing for you guys to overcome is water. <laughs> we have a lot of problems with water. Like, yeah. first it was the river, then it was the sewers. I, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't want to be a stickler about this, but like, you can, uh, I, I don't mean to make this such a, a challenge. I was just hoping that, oh, it will give it a little more interesting. But yeah, this is a, a problem. A how, how big are torches? And they're made out of wood, correct? They are. Torches like And if everyone has ten torches that comes in their automatic like explorer pack. I mean mine are itty bitty. Yeah, we're, we're all just floating. But like could we not like put you, the like, torches together the, uh, and make a raft? And make you probably could not make a raft, but you could probably not make a, a not a raft, but like enough wood to help them float. Pablo Listen. Take some of Adelaide's dresses out of her bag. Tie knots in the arms and in the top and get some air in it. The hard thing is, at this point, he would look at Adelaide <laughs> to see whether he's going to die from doing such or not. But Adelaide <laughs> is upstairs right now. Adelaide's underwater. Adelaide's underwater right now. And he's <laughs> nervous. That's a good point. It's an old trick I learned. You do it with pants die. usually, but I think a dress will work. Scout trick. Oh my gosh, yeah. It is. You know a scout trick, yeah. right? You have to take off your pants, you tie holes, yeah, you, you tie knots you in here, like around your and then you, you then you get air in it, and then you tie it around yourself right here. Yeah. And then you're just kind of floating like this. It's not amazing, but it'll do. And when you need a little bit more air, you just fill it up a little bit. Um, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say he can definitely try that. Um, and he probably will sing that Adelaide's starting to drown. Um, and hopefully you'll probably splash back into the water, just so you know. Um, he would reach in, grab a dress, and grab another one, hand one to you, Ren, and say, how fun of our tie. You got it. You got it, my guy. Um, we... Go ahead. Uh, I just, okay. Here's my intention. If I can... Get the attention of the tree man again, and ask him to. Are we too far away for that? 
Yeah, you you float okay. down the river by this point. So, and do we not well, see anything else opening up in front of us? We're just floating. No, just floating. Oh, once everyone's safe, Baron will relax a little bit. He's not really doing much, I guess, right now, but yeah. he doesn't have much. Um, what'd you get for your survival check for getting the dressed as a flotation device? Am I making that? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Survival, that is a 17. 17. Great flotation device. You've never worn a dress, but you're thinking about it because, man, if you're stuck in the ocean, you could use this to survive. I think a dress would work. Sorry, this is off topic, kind of, but I think a dress would work better than pants. It's bigger? It's bigger. So you could get more air, right? You have that big knot on the one side, knots and sleeves, fill it up, and then you just have to, like, kind of roll that, yeah. that portion up. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. Um, Pablo rolled a 10, so his is not as good, but um, the the two drowning compatriots uh, will be fine. I'll take off my pants. It's okay. No one asks you to do that. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take off my pants and make one and toss it back there. I want to say, if it comes down to a lie, if it's shallow enough, Alaya can try and support them from underneath, yeah. Uh, I think with the dresses, understanding some of those things going on, I think there's enough given to them that we can keep them afloat. Yeah. Okay. There is the challenge, though, now. What Adelaide will do when she finds out. Yes. I think right now she's too exhausted from drinking a lot of water. Drinking too much water. AKA drowning, um, to tell. I was gonna say the other problem is is you are by no means going very fast during mm -hmm. this tunnel. Um, are you going to go at this pace, or do you want to do anything to try to speed your movement? Let's just go at this pace. Moss is just taking a nap in the water. Yeah, like Moss is sort of just chilling. Like I know everyone else is shouting, but Moss can't help. So it's like, oh, well, whatever. Whatever. Hey, Baron. Or Baron. Hey, Moss. <laughs> hey, Baron. Yeah. Uh, what was that dead thing? Beard guy was talking about. What dead thing? He called you a dead person. Oh, dead, so dead rock. It was your story to tell. So dead if you runner. don't want to tell it right now, I get it. But dead, dead runner or something like that, right? Death walker. Nah, death I think walker. a dead. I think it's dead runner. It's a death walker. Now, nah. hello, it's a dead runner. Uh, now I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Baron. I think it's just uh, look, I've killed a lot of things in life. And so I think he was just referencing that. I've done some things I'm not proud of, you know. Well, so have I. But he didn't call me that. Yeah, but if you killed innocents. Yes. Oh, shh. Moss was not expecting that. Well, you're a pretty terrible person then, aren't you, Baron? I never said I wasn't. So. I don't know why he didn't call you one, but... 
I've done some bad stuff. So that's why. Thank you, Pinky. I try to make myself. <laughs> I. I I could call an insight check on that, but I already have my own. Like I already have my own thoughts of that, so. Yeah. I just don't feel like I need to to know. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. That's what you. That's where we're at. That's all right. Okay. So you all mostly make your way down the underground lazy river at Lagoon. Um, you think about, I don't know, it'd be nice to have a tube instead of a dress. That's the location. But uh, that's okay. you would assume that you probably have a couple hours of travel before you even catch up to them. Well, the travel to um, Snow um, Snow Blanket was probably about like two hours. You know that whoever's in front of you probably has a lead on you. Yes, that's we wait. So, with that, we're probably going to finish up this session here. And next session will be going forward. Oh, if you're all good with that. Yeah. 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 Uh, to our lead on us. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We should have gone down the tunnel. Anyway. Dungeon house. Dungeon house. Dungeon. Dungeon. Dungeon.